Welcome to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast, your source for helping you dominate and insulate your growing practice through two pillars of success, systems and marketing. And now here's your host, Dr. Peter Bolden. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today I'm super excited to have a longtime friend and owner of Killer Shark Marketing, who's helped me tremendously in my career and, and the growth of my practice, is Jeff Hopek. Jeff, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Yeah, thanks for I appreciate you having me, Pete. Today, I want to talk about something that you and I discuss quite a bit, and that, and that's uh, the missed opportunity that we talk about in dentistry, and and how people spend so much on advertising. Obviously, that's one of your core core business strategies or models. You know, advertising, of course, is important, but advertising, you know, advertising only gets you so far. You have to actually convert. On the, on the execution of people calling and trying to schedule an appointment. So I want to talk about, you know, call tracking and call conversion and some of the stories that you've seen and how maybe you're helping change that in the face of dentistry so that we don't have to work as hard to get, to get, uh, <laughs> we don't have to work as hard to get, to get butts in the chair, right? So, uh, yeah, why don't you kind of, uh, well, number one, give me, give a little background on, on kind of how you got into, marketing as a whole, just give some background on your, on your name, killer shark. I think that's always interesting. You know, some of your core philosophies for people who don't know you, let's give a little background to everyone just so everyone can see the great stand-up guy that I know, know that you are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. So again, uh, I do want to stress this, that the goal of, um, the goal for today, at least on my end, I want to add value into your, uh, into your audience. So I want to present that right up front. So let me go in and talk a little bit about, like you said, like marketing, why marketing, why dentistry, et cetera. So Killer Shark Marketing started in uh, 2007, and we were not originally focused in uh, in dentistry. We set out to just help people navigate the web and grow their businesses. It was in, in middle 2008 where I just saw a tremendous opportunity in dentistry, and I think a big piece is because how far behind dentists were compared to a lot of other industries out there as it relates to using the internet. So there was tremendous opportunity for referrals. And once you did some good work for one dentist, you, you, now you have three people uh, calling you, et, et, et cetera, et cetera. But another big piece is the actual revenue per acquisition is just when you're doing web right, dentistry as a whole makes a lot of sense, right? So if you can go out and spend a dollar to bring in a $20,000 case, but in, let's say, e-commerce, you have to spend a dollar to sell a $2 widget. <laughs> as you can see, just dentistry as a whole makes makes a lot of sense. I personally, um, I, I just love it. I really do. I enjoy dentists. I enjoy working with them. I enjoy being around them. And I think a big piece of it is this. It took me a couple of years to figure it out. But as opposed to just doctors in general, dentists are forced to have very good chairside manner. They're forced to it. And I think that's, I think that's what it, I, I really do. I think that's a big piece of it. Why I tend to get along well with dentists. They're just more personable. They're more outgoing. My sister's a dentist. My brother-in-law is a dentist. So we got dentistry in our family. But again, I, I really, I love it. Just something we really enjoy doing. Good. But so in the core, you know, originally you started out just doing, I mean, Killer Shark started out doing just market, I mean, marketing websites, making websites. Is that, is that right? I mean, 
I don't want to kind of distill it down too much, but I mean, obviously, you, the genesis of, of Killer Shark started with just with just uh, website creation, and and beautiful at that. I have to say that you know we get compliments on our website all the time from patients, and so I thank you. You guys have beautiful design and and very current design HTML. What is it? Is it three now? <laughs> Uh, yeah, HTML5. It'll mean, be just, six by the time we get off the call, though. right? <laughs> uh, and just very web responsive, and you know, and that's you know, as we've as we've talked about, kind of last conversation, just it's super important to have you know everything geared towards mobile, and you guys are on the on the cutting edge of that, so that's cool. But what you become involved in recently, I think, out of necessity for your clients, is just you know, there's only so much you know, marketing can be. You can have the best marketing in the world, the best website, the best. The best everything, but if the person that is responsible for putting butts in your chair isn't the best or, or you're having, you're having failures in your systems there or your protocols or your scripts or whatever, then it, you know, it, it can't fix. If you have that, you know, good marketing can't fix those problems, right? And so you've seen this out of necessity and that you want to get, you want to help your clients with more than just call tracking and, and all that stuff. So, Go in. Let's let's talk about kind of you know why you're here now and why you're in this space and some of the data that you've seen and really bring some value to the, some of the, the dentists on this on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let me touch real quick on the evolution killer shark of marketing as a whole for dentistry, SEO, internet marketing, etc. So if you go back to 2007, 2008. It was a search engine optimization and getting ranked and getting website traffic. It was like everything. It was, you, you based your, your successes off of your peers of like, I had 8,000 visitors. How many did you have? And that was all fine and good. And I believe that a lot of dentists went by feel. So you would say, okay, I'm getting a lot of traffic. My website looks good. And it just feels like I'm getting more patience. But if somebody asked you, how much are you spending versus how much are you getting in return? You could only guess at that. Okay. So we went a couple years and, and things came out like call tracking, which was awesome. So we would now put these unique numbers on websites and the problem never really got solved. The ROI problem. Let me tell you why as a dentist, I mean, I mean, I can just jump in here as a dentist and you can tell me if I'm wrong and I, because, okay, I've done call tracking and I never really understood it, even though I love marketing and stuff like, but he would say, okay, here's these unique call trackers and, and here's the number you log in and listen to. And like, really, I'm going to do all this clinical dentistry. And at the end of my day, I'm going to sit and listen to all these phone calls. Like that is not going to happen. I'm sorry. Like I love my practice. I love the, the, the future of my practice, but come on. It would just seem unrealistic. So I'm sorry to interject, but that's, that's where I see the failures. And all of my buddies say the same thing. Like I can't, Sit there and listen to phone calls. Sorry. Right. That, well, that's exactly it. So it, it, so we, it, it opens up to this new problem. And a lot of people have heard this phrase called big data, right? Well, big data has gotten so big that the problem is now is we have all these areas, files, folders, dashboards filled with data. But not only are we not interpreting the data, but even if we are most, most, if not all, really closer to all, they're not acting on it and they're not acting appropriately and they're certainly not acting timely. So let's unpack that a little bit back to your original question. So now we're in this era where I'm more excited than I've ever, ever been for these dental offices because here's what we could prove now. Now we have this thing called Shark Talk that is uh, proprietary to Killer Shark. It's a software that yes, it is absolutely going to 
do the call tracking for your office. There's no question. But it gets so scientific that it prints you out. Well, actually, you have a, you have a dashboard that you can see live every day. It actually shows you exactly how many, okay, how many calls are coming into your office, how many are getting answered. Okay. That's, so that's not a big, not a big breakthrough, but then it breaks it down how many new patient opportunities and how many were booked. And then it breaks it down how many existing patients and how many were booked. But then it goes really, really deep. Every single call, everyone comes in your office is answered or liter, uh, is, um, listened to by an actual human being and put into different buckets. So one particular bucket, and this is the big struggle that I see all across the board, is it'll have a tag that says new patient opportunity, patient not scheduled, reason, let's say other, or reason could be price, or reason could be out of area or out of service. But here's what I see, office after office after office. It goes back to May when we first tested this product. A $1 million office, $1 million annual revenue, one doc, six, six or seven operatories had, he was, he was doing well on the web. So I think we all make the same mistake. We say, okay, well, I'm paying 2000 and I'm making around, I don't know, five, six, 7,000. All's good. False. That used to be true, but here's the way I would look at that now. That's great if two is turning into seven or 10. But how much are you missing? So this one doc, imagine this. It, this Our software brought him seven phone calls that tallied up $55,000 in missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. So imagine now if you can say that your two is turning into 62. In seven phone calls? In seven phone calls, 55. One was for a big implants case. And the front desk, did not eat, they, instead of digging deeper into what the consumer was asking, they were trying to, and I see this piece a lot. The front desk tries to diagnose and say, well, it doesn't sound to me like you need implants. It sounds more like you need braces. So here's what happened, Pete. Absolutely. The dentist was floored. The front desk diagnosed. The person got off the phone. No appointment was booked. Because the front desk tried to push the person into braces, but the dentist doesn't even offer braces. <laughs> so they now had to go out and look for another dentist. And as this, as our client listened to the call, says absolutely, absolutely wrong. Plus, we should never be diagnosing over the phone. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. But let me put an asterisk on that. This was a doc who before plugging into Shark Talk, said this exact, he said this exactly to me. He said, ah, my girls have been answering the phone for 12 years. They close everything that comes in. You don't have to really put us on the recording. Well, imagine what happened after month one. Then he sends me a text that says, both of my girls have been barred from answering calls. I've moved them into a different division in my office. That's only one story. That's only one story. Before we got on the podcast today, I shared one with you that I met with a client just yesterday. Two random calls. Get this. They were just random. They were under his dashboard of new patient opportunity, not booked, reason, price. So we clicked on them. Now understand that this is an office that gets 600 calls a month. This was call number 87 and call number 322. This wasn't like number one and two successfully in succession. Two random times my client hit play. 
$11,000 in missed opportunity. And I shared with you, the one was a $6,000 case. The front desk did not even know that what the patient was calling for was offered at the office. <laughs> it's like insanity. This is another one that's our call center does great. We're confident our closing ratios are very high. And 11 grand in two calls out the window. Gone. And I think that's common. I mean, everyone thinks they're their front their front desk team because they're actually doing well as a practice. You think like, oh, they got this handled. And it's usually, Jeff, in full disclosure, it is for, for us, it's usually the job we give the least amount of training to because we just need to get those phones answered. Just get them answered. Just get them answered. Get someone on the phones, right? And we think that's the solution. So I'm totally digging what you are saying about, you know, the missed opportunity because it's not so much just picking up the phone and having a, someone talk to a patient. It's executing on this data. You know, I, I was just talking to Marvin Berlin earlier and I said, you know, data is nothing. I think it was Marvin. I was like, but anyway, is data is nothing without execution. So, you know, if you can get this information and then actually have have something that you can do tangibly, go talk to that person, implement something script that'll move the needle for the next day's business, like that's a game changer. You know what I mean? So get this part. Every morning, you as a dentist and you then the front man office manager and whoever else you want is going to get an email that says, Peter, here are your nine missed opportunities from yesterday. You could literally write in your email, press play and listen with your own ears to the missed opportunity. And now what this does, what I love about this feature is that the doc on the way to work in the morning, I'm not saying you're going to listen to all nine and call all nine back, but when it's a person who called in that your front desk didn't book and you can hear it in the new patient, you can hear it in them. They're qualified. They're a great potential candidate for maybe a big case. You could physically salvage that yourself and just get on the phone. But again, you don't have to sift through a million things. It's just going to email you. Here's yesterday. You had two missed opportunities. We think you should look at these, Doc, because you or somebody on your team can salvage these and turn them into patients. Wow. So Shark Talk literally curates the opportunities and sends them to my email box. Is that what you're saying? Yes. It, if you told me for tomorrow, let's just or uh, like like. You said, Jeff, for the month of December, we're running a lot of ads and we're putting a lot of prices out there. So we know we're going to get a lot of price sensitive callers. I could send to your inbox every morning. If you want it five times a day, I could send it to you five times a day. It's automated. Every caller who calls in and asks a question about price and doesn't get booked as a result, just those queries right in your inbox. Nothing else. It sifts everything else out. Incredible. Quick ortho story. You'll probably have orthodontists on here. We had an orthodontist plug in to, uh, to Shark Talk and we showed him in a month that again, his desk, who's like, they've been there forever and ever and ever. So of course it seems like everything's all good and they're just, they get everybody on the calendar. A girl was answering a, a girl, it was like an overflow call and we obviously had it recorded and it was a missed opportunity. The girl who answered it was from the back. It was a quick fill in that didn't know a, a fundamental difference to answer the consumer between Invisalign and Invisalign team. And the question, so the patient didn't become a, a, a new, the potential new patient did not get scheduled because they asked if 
your practice offers Invisalign team. Okay. We hear it clearly on there that would, for whatever reason, it doesn't matter what the reason was. Maybe the girl is just too busy. She had five things going on at once. She said, Oh no, no, Invisalign team. We don't offer that at our office. Okay. Click buy. Well, can I just tell you the recorded call clearly stated that she wanted it for three of her children. She wanted to come in and get consults for three of her children. So what is that? A 15 K call because of what? Because a uh, simple error, the girl had too many tasks she was trying to do at one time. But back to your point, Pete, we put, we, we put no emphasis, no effort at all into training the front desk. And those people should be sharp. At, I mean, the sharpest knife that you have in your, in your uh, toolbox should be that front desk. And it falls on us as the dentist. Honestly, I know we like to sometimes, you know, like, oh, they're not answering the phone right. It's their fault. But like, you know, you show me a failed system and I'll show you something that someone didn't, wasn't, didn't get the proper education. Right. So, you know, it does fall on just, I think it's just, but it's a great conversation piece. I'm literally sitting here like frothing saying, if I had these calls, it's a great impetus for me saying like, let's just discuss this. You know, there's no problem we can't fix, but like, here's, here's what happened. Now, how do we fix it? And then tomorrow I'm better than I was today. And the next day I'm better than I was. So it's like this 1% getting better on my phones every day. And before the end of the year, it's like this compound effect is going to have on the revenues of the practice. And I'm just, I can see it, man, but especially with the, the, the volume of calls that, that, that a lot of, um, you know, a lot of dentists have, and it takes so much, you know, Jeff, I do want to go back to one thing because I, I, I'm boots on the ground marketing and I know what it takes. It takes so much just to get that dang phone to ring. And then if we're blowing the opportunity, like, oh man, it's, it's like a heartbreaker. It takes so much. I mean, someone has to literally get on our website, do this and no one likes using the phone anyway. So I, I feel like if they've picked up the phone to call, they, they've pretty much committed emotionally to coming to us. It's just our job to talk them out of it. Like, <laughs> you know, right. You know, but yet it, as funny as that is and sounds, and I agree with you, it literally blows my mind. Sometimes you think the front desk is actually joking because here's what happens. The doc says, okay, Sally, you're answering calls. The assumption is that that person sits at the front desk and just gets all, all day long. People call in. Oh, I saw your office online and I've made my decision in my mind. I just want to come to you guys, put me on your calendar and then the front desk books them. That is not how it works. We had some, you, and you know this well yourself, Pete, because you're, I mean, you know your business better than anybody else. You get people who call in and ask 10 questions and they're really testing you to see how proficient your office is. How well do you know your product? How do you decipher your dentist versus the other 10? in my immediate one mile radius. Why is your doc, why should I pick you for my implants over the other nine? Your front desk is constantly getting bombed with these questions. We had a six veneer, just happened, six veneer consult that got booked. However, listen to this, the caller said, um, I, I would be interested in getting six veneers. Can you get me on your calendar? So they put set up a consult for Wednesday at two. The guy said, before we get off a call, can I ask you a question about uh, what financing options you have? This came out of the mouth of a lady who's been answering the phones of this practice for 17 years. Okay, 17 years. And if, so this is not an isolated case. Her response, whether she meant to say it or she just accidentally said what she was thinking in her mind, she said, why, you don't have money to pay for this? And the guy clicked, hung up. We have it recorded. No discrepancy. This is, she's been answering the phone for 17 years at the office. 
The doc says before he plugs into Shark Talk, I don't need it. I'll try it for a month. I don't need it. I've had the same person. She answers. She closes. I'm probably at 95%. All the docs think that. We have a 95% close rate. Once you're plugged into this and you see these missed opportunities, yes, you're going to vomit. To be honest with you, you probably are going to vomit. You're going to be sick to your stomach. You're going to want to just go haywire on your front desk team, which I hope you don't. But like you said, Pete, you can't fix something that you don't know is broken. We're going to show you how it's broken. In addition, the wonderful part is you're going to get two consultations every single month with a uh, consultant that's going to help you help you navigate your dashboard and provide suggestions because these are industry whole suggestions that the same guy who can't get over the price objective in Massachusetts, it's pretty much the same thing for the guy in Florida. How much are your dental implants? And then your front office answers the question and it's always going to be too high. So the caller doesn't get on the book. Well, the consultant that you'll have twice a month, a phone call with, is going to help you and give suggestions as to what they see working in other offices. So training essentially for you so that that can trickle. It's the trickle down effect. I mean, you have to be at the top and it has to trickle down. So your education to, to your team. So it's not this like, this is how you answer phones. I really believe that, you know, because you can't prepare for everything, every phone call that comes in. You just can't, you know, I've actually been on the phones a couple of times and it's, it's a hard, it's the hardest job. It's a hard dang job in dentistry and you can't have a script ready to go for everything. But I think like almost everything in life, it's an 80, 20 rule, right? You can put it into 80, 80% buckets and 20% buckets. In this situation, you can be prepared for pretty much 80% of the phone calls. Do you recommend that being said, Jeff, do you recommend seeing what you've seen? Are, are these offices ones that have scripts or are these people just, are these people answering the phone? Just cowboys? Like, cause in my office, we have scripts that I want people to follow per per question, right? You know, and I, again, I don't have a script for everything, but at least it's a system in place that I feel good about. And I don't know how often that happens because whatever, I'm, but in, in, the, in your experience in the offices that you've been kind of auditing and helping, have you seen that they're just doing it their own cowboy way and answering phones and whatever, or is there a structure or systems in place that are just not being followed? Like I want to kind of get get an idea of the lay of the land. It's all it's so it's all three that you just touched on. The bigger bucket of all of them is actually it's not the cowboy approach, it's the middle. So, yes, let's take a let's take 100 offices and break it down into literally a third a third a third. Yeah, a third of them have never had formalized training. So, this is going to open their eyes to now you need some type of formalized training. You need to start learning how to answer questions when somebody asks about price, about insurance, et cetera. Then you have your most extreme, your which would be the Peter Boldens of the world. You guys have not only not only have script, but you had script for years and you're in just constant refining mode. It's the part, it's the ones in the middle that's actually the scary one. And I think that resembles I think this signifies a biggest percentage of the offices across America. We have scripts but we don't have accountability from the higher ups to force us to stay on script. So they answer the same question all the doc. Why are you guys so bad on the phone? Oh, we shouldn't be. We have scripts. Oh, wait, something's missing then. It must be the accountability. How do you hold your people accountable to make sure they're staying on script? Oh, well, we don't do that. I'm too busy. I'm all, I'm in the back doing teeth all day. Exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> That's the scary part because now you're letting them run wild 
And that's the office who's going to say to Susie, who's calling in as a new patient, oh, you don't have money to pay for this? Oh, uh, we don't offer that service when, in fact, you do. So if you let your team run off script, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get this disaster. It's really like the ultimate training tool to be able to sit there. I mean, not only for the dentist, but for the person that you're trying to help on the phones, like getting live data to actually train and say, well, all right, here's what we did. Here's what we did wrong here. You know, this was good. You said this, but you know, so it's really great kind of just like rubber meets the road. Like how do we fix this data? That's not going to take a ton of time. Cause I think that's, I think that's most of my colleagues hot button. Jeff is time. Like we have our, our business. We work on a time money exchange, right? We do, we, we, we work on teeth and we get compensated for it. And so we have our time is our most precious commodity because we need to be producing for our friend. I mean, our family and our team and our, our businesses. And so to say, like, I think I have put my head in the sand about phone calls and it's so much easier for me to just say, Oh, it's handled rather than actually auditing that man it's really it's really kind of pulling off a bandit i think for me is that i haven't i'm gonna i'm gonna do this because i i see the value in what you're proposing and i think it's good just like probably most dentists out there but i'm probably it's probably gonna be pretty painful it's gonna hurt and, and it's gonna hurt because i'm gonna be thinking about all the missed missed opportunity that could have been put down so let's say, let's say someone let's give some value to someone let's say someone is like i am not doing this i am not tracking my phone calls can you give some some data since, you know, killer shark is essentially data scientist. Now, can you give some data of things that you can say, all right, well, if you're not going to track your calls, then give some pearls to the audience. Like if you're not going to do this and you're not going to track calls, like here's what I've learned, Jeff Hopek, as, as I've audited these practices, can you give some pearls in that, in that dimension? So you mean they're, they don't want to use call tracking? Yeah. Let's say, let's say someone's not committed to this or they don't want to use call tracking. Don't want to use shark. Don't want to do any of that. They just, you know, they have, they like the way that things are run. Can you give a few hints of things that you've seen have been an overlay or correlation to better conversions on the phone without having to do a, a huge, you know, discovery deep dive into this. I want to just give some value and some quick tips to kind of maybe change someone's practice even a little bit. Absolutely. This is what I, I always, always recommend this. Even if somebody's not ready to commit and dive into shark talk, this is the, this is literally is the cure all get somebody in your office or hire a $10 an hour person, set up a spreadsheet and physically go back you should have some kind of recording of your call. I would think some somewhere or be able to access it. If you can go back and put every single call into a bucket, you'll just see in one month. It's like you said, though, Pete, it's, it's the fear. You don't want to take the Band-Aid off. It hurts taking the Band-Aid off. If you can get to that level, you don't have to plug into something so sophisticated as what we're doing. But this would be the first baby step. And I'm not saying a sampling of calls. So don't mistake what I'm saying. If you had 150 calls last month, I want to see 150 calls stacked up in a spreadsheet with solution after each call. Was it a new patient, opportunity, got on the calendar or didn't get on the calendar? And here's what I'll say, what I'm going to say about this, Pete. Every time I tr push somebody into this to take this first painful step, you're going to have significant pushback from your front desk. Here's the reason why. Front desk, if this is not presented right, they're going to feel like you're now like scrutinizing their job and trying to show them how bad they are. No, this is something that we need to diagnose. We all need to get better at together. So I use the phrase, the front desk 
will grade themselves if you let them. So I caution you on that because I promise you, if you push this off to your front desk and say, okay, this guy, Jeff Hopek, he made a little sense. He's got this product. We're not going to buy it, but we want to take this first baby step. So I want you to get a spreadsheet and put all our calls. If you present that wrong to your front desk, I guarantee you, you will not get accurate information back because who, who in their mind is going to say, Hey doc, here you go. Look at, I dropped the ball 25 times last month and cost you a hundred thousand dollars in revenue. Right. Right. No one likes to be exposed, including, no. including ourselves. Right. 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 But it's important for, you know, it's important for everything, for the practice, for the job, security. I mean, everything, you know, it helps, it helps, in, you know, one of the premises of this podcast, Jeff, is to really to protect it, insulate your practice. And I can't think of a better system than increasing conversions on the opportunity you have. Like, whoa. So think of this. Think of this, Pete. I, I own a marketing company. That's our core product. Our core competency is marketing for dental offices. And I'm going to say this. And this is coming out of my mouth. I'll take full responsibility for this. Sometimes you don't need to do more marketing. Okay. So the doc thinks I have to increase my marketing budget. And I'm telling you as somebody who owns and sells marketing products for a living, you're wrong. Most times, not sometimes, most times you don't need to add more marketing. You need to go back and figure out how to fix the missed opportunities you have month, not, not even month in and month out, day in and day out. <laughs> Cause it literally have them by the day. Fix those first and you watch and see your revenue is gonna, it, you know, if you can put five, 10, 15,000 more a month on the books without spending more marketing dollars, doesn't that sound like something everybody wants? I mean, that's, you, you know, you are speaking my language, brother. That that is, I love that. You know, you just don't don't put more fuel on the fire until you've contained that fire. I mean, you know, sometimes you know, more marketing dollars is only going to you know make the problem. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not explaining myself very well, but I love that you said like, "Hey, don't spend more, doc. Like, just fix this easy problem, so to speak. Don't spend more on marketing that because that's that's not where the leaky hole is." So we're gonna we're gonna do something fun with your office now. Shark Talk has been in, in beta May, June, and July. So a lot of these stories that I've shared are as we were getting the kinks out of our product. So the product is out now. It is out live. It is brand new to the marketplace. And I think we should make a fun announcement to your audience that we're in the process of porting your office over to Shark Talk. And you're going to put out after your first month. Yeah, I'll publish the data. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's awesome. I would, I would, you know, I would love to. Nothing wrong with being fully transparent. That's for sure. Okay, man, you kind of blown my mind a little bit, and and I think I think ignorance has been bliss for for me. In that, like most of your clients or people that or dentists that you talk to, it's like I got this. It's handled. Look at how much we produce. Therefore, my phones must be awesome, right? I think that's the way we think. You know, our books are full, so therefore, my front desk is doing awesome, but. Possibly this opened up, opens up the bandwidth for if you want to hire an associate, open another, open another location. Like who knows what this could lead to? But I mean, you don't want to leave that bandwidth on the table. If this is a, an easy turn of the dial fix, you know, and I love, I love that saying how you, if I could just, I love to just be able to tweak dials that I have and have it, you know, increase things 20%. Like that's, 
that's something I like to kind of uh, give the analogy of it. And, and this seems like it could it could fit fit in that bucket. So I'm super excited to get get started with this. Any if anyone wants to get a hold of you, Jeff, or has more questions on this, because I am sure as heck not the expert in in call tracking as I've disclosed, or anyone has more questions about this, or maybe wants to have their their office kind of like test it or whatever you would do or audit it or how would they get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, there's a there's a website for this product. It's uh, sharktalk.me and that's M-E, so sharktalk.me. You can go learn about the product there. And I'll put this in the show notes too. And uh, there you can watch the product. You can set up a demo with us, click contact. What if someone's got contact? Does that go to you? I mean, you can you correspond with some of my listeners personally? You say okay, so they can just correspond directly with you in that contact. Yeah, and just put in that. Just put in um, Dr. Bolden's podcast just to reference how you heard about us and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, that'd be great. Cool. All right, Jeff, I'm gonna do a little speed round with you, like I do with all of my callers. Are you are you cool with that on time? For sure. All right, great, great. So the first question I got for you is. Your favorite book that you can recommend right now? Oh, favorite book. Um, actually in my office and I'm going to pull it up right now. It's, um, how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. That published in like 1912, right? <laughs> yep. And so unbelievably timeless. Now they have how to win friends and influence people in the digital age, uh, which I don't think is as much pow- as powerful as face to face. That's just me personally. Because of my strength, my strength is face to face with people, establishing rapport, credibility, et cetera. So I think this is the game changing book. It is, it is a, it is, it should be like required reading for like the human race. I think, you know, like every- <laughs> <laughs> we have an office actually. I love how they do this and they did it before they, I, 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 they were a client after they, so they've been doing this for years and years. It's required reading for all new employees. Yep. That I almost fell over when I saw it in the office and then I asked the doc, Hey, are you reading this? She said, no, this is our study room. This is where every new employee that comes in is required to read these three books. And that's one of them. Great. What? All right. Second question, the productivity tool app or software that you use every day to, that you feel like maximizes your time. The productivity tool that maximizes my time. Well, productivity tool, app, software, whatever it is. Like, so some people like, for instance, one of my, Mark Costa said Google Calendar was his everyday tool because he has to be in there. That technology allows him to be able to say yes or no to people very quickly about opportunities. So it was, it was that, that's maybe not the best example, but like, you know, for me, I, my software is Trello. The thing that I use every day that helps me stay, stay efficient and maximize my time is Trello you know, where I can keep everything organized. So is there something that you use that is a tool or an app or something that you just couldn't live without in, in uh, being Jeff Hopek? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I understand now. So yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt, because of the level of sophistication and the nature of my business. So the nature of my business, I pretty much live on the phone, right? Cause we have served clients all over the country. And remember my model is a lot different than others where I'm the front facing person on a very large percentage of my accounts. Okay. So mine is without doubt Google calendar. Yeah. That's the one I could not live without. No way. And lastly, this, this, I asked this of everyone, where do you see the future of dentistry? Cause I have a lot of dentists on the, on the podcast. So where do you see the future of dentistry from, from a non-dentist perspective? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. From a non-dentist perspective. Okay. So I'm just going to go on. That's a, I've never actually been asked this. So this is really cool. I would say it's got to follow the other 
It's got to follow the other industries from a technology model. So there has to be ways of doing much more of this stuff at home, right? So I saw, I've actually emailed this to you before, that product, granted, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, I don't know about the quality of it, but where you can now start doing orthodontia, a big percentage of it at home. Now, you're going to see all these weird things in the beginning, but big players will come in. The big players are going to come into the space and learn and say, wow, that's a phenomenal idea. If we added one of our patents to it, it would be perfect. So I think it's got to follow that. The Uber, the Amazon model, kind of, you know, like the on-demand model, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I could just see it. Like, why can't I get a dentist to come to my house, but I can get every other doctor. I just had food poisoning a couple weeks ago. Had a doctor come and give me an IV at my house. Like, why can't I have a dentist or somebody in, in this space? I guess it would be a dentist or maybe you guys would have something along the lines of how the physicians have the PAs. I don't know, but how can I not open an app? Here's my location and I need this and boom, it, it happens. So you, you just see technology taking a, bit, a bigger and bigger hold on, on dentistry. I, I agree with you. The advent of 3D printing and, you know, we have CAD CAM technology and 3D x-rays of CDs, you know, all this stuff, you know, dentistry is being digitized more and more every day. So I agree with you in that, you know, we're kind of saying the same thing. Yes, you want it on demand and have someone come to your house, like kind of like the Uber of dentists. And maybe that, hell, maybe that is going to be a business model. I have no idea. I know that's, I know it's hard because of all the equipment and the, and, and that we're a service industry. It's, it may be hard, but, but if someone figures that out, you're dang right. I guarantee people would like dentists to show up at their house, right? But I, I do, I agree that I see that the future is going to evolve kind of like all other technology or, or society has and that, you know, like, like, uh, you know, just the 3D and digitizing it and, and, and yeah. So cool. Jeff, as always, man, I, I, my time with you is, uh, is, is incredible and I get a ton of value from it. And, uh, I hope today that, that listeners did as well. So they've got the way to get, I'll put it, I'll put how to get in touch with you in the show notes. And, um, I am excited for you to expose me and my, my call systems, uh, in the, in the month to follow. So let's do it, buddy. Let's do it. Thanks again for your time, pal. Thanks buddy. See you. Thanks so much for listening to Bulletproof Dental Practice with your host, Dr. Peter Bolden. Online at BulletproofDentalPractice.com. We'll catch you next time.